predict the score. LSU at Alabama in the comment section below. And we are Vinmonia you $25, baby. It's the game of the century. Come on. Remember the first one in 2011 when I still had a phone like this, okay? Give me your score. It's not going to be 9-6, to six, I'll tell you that. Anyway, we're chatting everything LSU with Chat Sports. The initial college football playoff rankings were released, and the Tigers weren't at number one. That title belongs to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Following that was LSU, then Alabama, then Penn State in the initial top four. At number five and six, it was Clemson and Georgia. Seven and eight, we have our first Pac-12 teams, Oregon and Utah. At number nine, one loss, Oklahoma. And then number 10, the Florida Gators. Weigh in below with what you think the top four should be up to this point. Not how you think it's going to finish, but the top four right now. For me, I have LSU number one. The road win at Texas. Wins over Auburn and Florida, both in the college football playoff top 15. Those still hold weight. I just don't think Ohio State's resume, as good as they've looked, is as good at LSU's, and both of them have definitely passed the eye test. At number three, I do have Alabama, and here comes the controversy. At number four, I have Oregon. Yes, you're not going to find another top four with Oregon. So, at the end of the video, I will explain my rationale. The one lost Ducks are getting screwed right now. Screwed, I tell you. Okay? Now listen, I want to chat everything LSU-Alabama. Everything surrounding LSU-Alabama. Starting off with this Bet DSI preview, where right now, Alabama is a six-point favorite. Some books have him at seven, some have him at six and a half, and the over-under is floating around the mid-60s. The last number I've seen is at 65. We all know Alabama's won the last eight. A lot of those have been dominant Alabama efforts in Tuscaloosa, but let's be honest. This game is a lot different with Joe Burrow at quarterback. Now, before I give my prediction, I want to tell you about our friends at BetDSI, okay? Go to Sportsbook BetDSI by simply visiting chatsports.com slash bet. Once again, that's chatsports.com slash bet. And they are hooking you up. Are you kidding me? Type in the promo code NFL120 and boom, you're getting a 120% bonus right now with BetDSI. Simply go to chatsports.com slash bet, and we're hooking you up big time, okay? Now listen, LSU Alabama, give me your score predictions right now. I have to go with the Tigers. I think this is their year. I think they win this game in a thriller. LSU 33, Alabama 28. Now the big news heading into this game, Michael Divinity no longer with the team. He has left for personal reasons. Ed Orgeron dismissed him, and it was interesting. On Monday, his locker room was already cleared out. Now, Michael Divinity was able to release a statement, 
and it was basically what you expected from the experienced linebacker. Quote, my goal is to get myself back 100% in time to graduate in December and be back on the field fighting with my brothers soon. This is an incredibly difficult time for me, and it means so much to me that so many people have reached out. Knowing you all have my back will make the next short while a lot easier. Thank you all. So, let's be honest about Michael Divinity. This is very weird timing. My sources have told me a lot of different things, but all that aside, he has missed three games this season for coaches' decisions. He started three of the last five games in which he played, including a 23-20 victory over Auburn. This is a big loss for LSU because he is one of their best pass rushers, and LSU has struggled to generate pressure from the edges. Now, obviously, a lot more pressure goes on the linebackers that are going to have to fill in for his absence, starting off with Ray Thornton, okay? He's not as experienced, hasn't played in nearly as many games, but he is certainly good enough to go out there and hopefully make a good play, uh, make a few plays against Jedrick Willis in a very good Alabama offensive line. And then, obviously, the guy that's going to have to be the most dominant player on the field for LSU is Kaylee Vaughn Chasson, okay? The number 18 jersey, we all know about that. His edge rushing is going to be huge. And then the other two linebackers will be interior linebackers, Patrick Queen and Jacob Phillips. Now, obviously, this is going to be huge for LSU. Can they generate pressure? Will it be Dave Veranda with the blitzes? Will it be this linebacker core getting rushed with just four? We shall see. For everything LSU and Louisiana sports, don't forget to subscribe to Chat Sports on YouTube today, okay? Now, I want to focus a good portion of the rest of this video on the Heisman hopeful Joe Burrow. Now, this story, I, I couldn't believe it, especially at this point of the year where Joe Burrow felt as if he should have been the starter when he was at Ohio State. Now, that quote doesn't necessarily come directly from Joe, but it comes via a Sports Illustrated story where his brother, Dan Burrow, said, quote, he felt like he won the job and that they really messed him up mentally by not giving him the job. A quick reminder and some great tidbits in this story that they did not tell Joe Burrow or Dwayne Haskins really until late, late, late in the process, that Dwayne Haskins was going to be the starter. Now, Dwayne Haskins did end up being a Heisman finalist and one of the best quarterbacks in all of college football. But when you break down their numbers, this is going to blow you away. Through the first eight games, their numbers are nearly identical with Joe Burrow being far better in the completion percentage department one less interception, same yards, same TDs, and a record better than Dwayne Haskins. That is absolutely insane. Just look at those numbers. It's crazy how close they are together. For those stats and more, including a video where a raucous Louisiana crowd went crazy on me chanting Joe Burrow, follow me on all social media platforms at Carter the power that is twitter snapchat instagram at carter the power now we move on to joe burrow's 
Heisman bid, and right now, he is the favorite to win the coveted trophy with Jalen Hurts right behind him, to attack of Iloa right behind Jalen, and then following up with Justin Fields. Now, there's some people out there, Chase Young, Ohio State, the defensive end. We all know this award is an offensive award, and it's going to go to a quarterback. Now, will Joe Burrow winning this game against Alabama lock him in as a Heisman Trophy winner? Type Y for yes, type in for no. I want to open it up to you. Let me know right now. I don't think it locks him in, but it does put him as a huge favorite to win this award. LSU has Cupcake Central left on the schedule, including a game against Arkansas. Now, obviously, how he performs in the SEC championship game, if he were to get there, I think that would play a huge role in his Heisman candidacy. But as of right now, if he were to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, it would be a huge emotional uh, story. He would probably be on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and that would put him clearly as the favorite. Now for, to me, the juiciest hypothetical story today. Houston quarterback De'Ara King, possibly to LSU next season. Oh, how about that? Now, he was a senior quarterback for Dana Holgerson and the Houston Cougars. He played four games. And for those that don't remember, Houston had to start the season playing four games in 18 days. Yes. So after Houston went one and three, they decided to redshirt De'Ara King with the hopes of impossibility of bringing him back next year. Now, there's rumors out there that he will more than likely not be returning to Houston. And there's all kind of buzzworthiness news about where he's going to go next year. And literally, it can be anywhere. He would be immediately eligible to play basically anywhere. The most likely schools, LSU, Georgia, and Florida State. Now, there is a connection there with Florida State because their current offensive coordinator, Kendall Bryles, was the offensive coordinator for King at Houston. But we don't know what the Florida State staff is going to look like with Willie Taggart being fired. And also, Jake Fromm is only a junior. He could come back next year for Georgia. And judging by how he's playing this year, he doesn't have any NFL prospects. So, you know, you look at his stats, huh? it's pretty good. 36 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, just under 3,000 yards. And then, of course, his running ability is absolutely insane. 674 yards and 14 TDs last year. And, you know, this year he played okay. It wasn't up to par, but it was a very difficult schedule, including a road opener at Oklahoma. Now let's take a look at the LSU quarterback depth chart. And the first name that comes to mind is, of course, redshirt junior miles brennan they also have peter parish who will be a redshirt freshman next year and then they have two freshmen max johnson and home state project t j finley now neither of those two are going to be ready to play next year neither will peter parish so the player you would have to focus on if you were king is obviously beating out miles brennan who's been in the system he's been loyal to lsu so that would be a very intense quarterback battle that would be up in the air. So my question for you is, will De'Ara King be the starting quarterback next year 
for LSU. Type Y for yes. Type in for no. And why not? I'm typing Y for yes. Yes! Of course he's going to be the starting quarterback of LSU. Why not? Because when Joe Burrow wins a Heisman, LSU's going to have another transfer quarterback to win the Heisman, and it's going to be De'Ara King in Joe Brady's offense. Why not? You got to dream big, right? Anyway, I know what a lot of you are thinking, okay? Why on earth would Carter have Oregon at number four? Nobody else has Oregon at number four. Listen, okay? Tell me this. What is worse? Oregon losing in the last minute to Auburn, which they did, first game of the season, on a neutral field, in a game that they mostly dominated. Is that worse than, let's say, Georgia losing to a mediocre South Carolina team on Georgia's home field? Yes, that is worse. What's worse? Um, Losing that game to Auburn or Clemson only beating North Carolina by one. Yes, a North Carolina team that has multiple losses, including one to non-Power 5 Appalachian State. What's worse? Yes. Why are those teams ahead of Oregon, who has some really good true road wins, including USC, including Washington, and also the College Football Playoff Committee talks about tough non-conference scheduling. Would Oregon be better off if they had not scheduled Alabama? Absolutely. If they were undefeated, they would be ahead of both of those teams right now. So come on, committee. Oregon deserves to be that number four team. Screw the eye test. Now, that could obviously change if Oregon was number four right now. But the Pac-12, what the committee's saying is, you're not any good, even though you play nine conference games and you are scheduling tough out-of-conference games. Come on. Oregon deserves to be the number four team. So let's bring it back. Comment below. Not only that score, so you can win $25 via Venmo, LSU Alabama. Let me know your top four. And if you have a strong counter to my Oregon argument, let me see it below. Okay? LSU Alabama game of the century. Tigers pull the upset. And it's going to be fantastic. And we're going to be with you along the way. Once again, I'm at Carter the Power on all social media platforms, and we'll talk to you soon on Chat Sports.